2: So every single year since I've been born, my parents have made me go get Santa pictures, right? <laughs> yep. and, and so every single year I've gone, as an adult even, gone to Santa. In the, in the times when I wasn't married, I went to Santa Claus by myself as an 18 <laughs> to 20-year-old. And I sat on his lap. I said, sorry about this. I just need this for my parents. Uh, <laughs> then I got married. Chelsea started coming along with me. And then she was like, "Really, I had to do this, and then I started doing it with with uh, the kid, and so then all three of us are going to Santa Claus every single year, and at I don't know at what point in time my mindset switched to, "Man, I don't want to do this crap anymore to me looking at pictures, like setting them up on like a poster board saying oh this was this was a great <laughs> fourteen years <laughs> of Santa pictures. Aren't we so
3: cute? <laughs> And and, and that's how family traditions happen is because now you're going to require your son as he gets older, as a teenager, you're like, you better go get, do you, you, when I was your age, I wouldn't got that Santa picture every year. There's no way you're not getting a Santa picture. You
2: make them do it so much until, I hate
3: you dad. (gasps) Until
2: the switch kicks off. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I do like murdering hookers. (laughs) and welcome to apathetic enthusiasm i am brandon cruz
3: and i'm travis menard
2: oh my god welcome we're, we're switching things up a little bit
3: i i i feel sick to my stomach is it, just it's <laughs> and it's not from all the holiday food i've been eating
2: it's so it's so weird i i don't i think i've started the show maybe like once in in the hot in 95
3: episodes <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's I think you've, you've started a few. I just think we fall into our rhythms. We fall into our patterns, and we, we just get comfortable. But it's good, to, it's good to shake things up, Brandon. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it.
2: I'm, I'm shaking it up. This is like a, like a
3: maraca. This is an apathetic maraca thasium. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, here on apathetic maraca thasium. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, we, we talk about pop culture. We talk about current news and articles from throughout the week and then examine those through a pop culture and media lens. Uh but but today it is a very special episode, our last episode of the year 2016, 2016.
2: And and you know I uh, I just want I just want to throw this out, we haven't actually done that for like the last three episodes.
3: Yeah, and I maybe next week, maybe next week, but I know that our 100th episode <laughs> is right around the corner, so we got we got to do something special for that. Yeah. Uh but typically that's what we would do. And if you, if you have an article that you have seen on the old interwebs and you would like us to discuss it on a future episode, please send those into our many social media feeds, uh, over on Facebook at facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show on Twitter at apathusiast, uh, on Instagram, you could, you could, I don't take a picture of the article and then, uh, add us (laughs) at apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Uh, we still have an email, you guys, apathetic show at gmail.com. And you can find links to all of that, plus blogs, videos, and much more over at apatheticenthusiasm.com. Brandon. Oh, hi. The the year is winding down. That it is. 2016 is in the rearview mirror. Mm. And uh, it is our, our last chance to look at the year that was 2016. Uh, good riddance.
2: Good riddance, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, there, there has been good stuff about this year, certainly. I, Rogue One, we talked about that last week.
3: Yeah. I mean, that pretty much made up for everything else that happened.
2: <laughs> but, you know, people have said 2016 is a dumpster fire, and I'm not, I'm not arguing with them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but there were, there were some good things to take away. Some, uh, in terms of movies, TV, and video games, things that, that we appreciated at least that we can highlight on the show.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's what our plan is uh, for this episode, guys. Is we're we're not going to talk about all the bad. Well, we're going to talk about some of the bad stuff, but we're not going to talk about <laughs> all the bad stuff. We're going to talk about some of the good things that came out of 2016. So, uh, with that in mind, the episode's done. We already <laughs> we <we're already laughs> talked about Rogue One.
3: Tune in. Tune in next week. <laughs>
2: uh, what What do we have first on the list, Travis?
3: Uh, well. Uh, for the majority of 2016, this podcast focused primarily on movies, so I think it is apropos mm. that we start with the the big movies of 2016, and I did a very small, unscientific poll asking people just in my general area what movie uh, they remember most from 2016, and the only response I got was Deadpool, oh. which we gave in... Mm unenthusiastic review too pretty early on in the year uh i think we got some some hate hate mail for that (laughs) Uh, hey hey you know what or at least some angry tweets which is the 2016 version of hate mail hey
2: you know what travis this is this is an aside and this is something that i think we're learning you know podcasting is a learning process and and content creation is a learning process Uh, why didn't we ever just review movies apathetic or enthusiastic (laughs) Why, did, why didn't we ever do I nearly, that?
3: I nearly just spit beer all over <laughs> my computer. Uh, that's a good idea, Bridget. That is, <laughs> Maybe that's a new feature that'll come out in 2017. <laughs> it's taken us
2: this, this freaking long to just have the ideal rating system for this show.
3: All right, we'll look for that next year, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Deadpool, here's the thing. So we went and saw Deadpool... And this was an r rated superhero movie, uh which was fitting for the character if you read the comics, obviously Deadpool, the mark with the mouth and I think they did a good job with deadpool i've I've watched it a couple times since the movie first came out, and I do not dislike this movie uh it is definitely graphic it it is um they they utilize the r rating to its full potential but I have to say I am excited to see what is going to come next with the Deadpool series. They're 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 bringing Cable into it. Uh but overall, I mean, this even though it made all the money, this movie only is like 71 on Rotten Tomatoes list of m- movies in 2016. So Yeah. People really went out to see this movie. But it's still not even close to the upper echelon of movies for 2016, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I when we saw this movie, I gave it for the most part an, an apathetic rating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm just gonna start now. Uh, but so I, I I watched it with Chelsea on HBO just recently, um, and she she has a, a Ryan Reynolds aversion now. She used to love him on Two Guys, a Girl in a Pizza Place, but. Um over the years she's just like, ah, oh, he's just too smarmy for me. And so she went into it thinking, Oh, I'm not gonna like this and it turns out that she did enjoy it. And actually re watching it for me, I enjoyed it as well. It's to me it's like a good comedy, right? The first time you see uh maybe Anchorman, you're like, I don't get this. The second time you see Anchorman, you're like, Okay, I I got you now. Yeah. I'm I'm on I'm on i I'm on your boat. <laughs> I'm on your and then, boats and
3: hose, and then you, and then you repeat the scenes that you really enjoyed <laughs> or the lines that you really liked, and they become funnier and funnier as you repeat them over and over again. Yes, and that's why we still talk about Caddyshack. So, <laughs> yeah, it's I, I totally get that. Um, to to pair that with some other, I mean, superhero movies came out every month, every other month. I think in 2016 we had uh, Civil War, which is number 12 on Rotten Tomatoes. Probably I would have to say that's the best for me uh superhero movie to come out in 2016. Yeah. Uh Doctor Strange was really good. Uh it exceeded my expectations. Mm-hmm. Um but Civil War for me was just just the top. I I have probably rewatched that five times since it it came out on on Blu-ray or whatever. So all right, uh, all right, just, all right, turn on. all
2: right, Travis. I'm giving you five superhero movies, and I need you to rate them one through five. One being the best, five being the worst. Hit me. Okay, Captain America, Deadpool, Batman vs Superman, Doctor Strange, Suicide Squad. Uh, well, <clears throat> I'll give you X Men Apocalypse too, since we're at it.
3: Ooh. Okay. Uh. oof. Okay. And but I'm only doing my top five, or do I have to do top six? <laughs> uh.
2: Do do top five.
3: Okay. <laughs> the six uh, loses and they die. Yeah. So Civil War is on top. Um then probably probably Doctor Strange and then Deadpool. Uh Suicide Squad and X Men Apocalypse.
2: Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's good. That's a good call. Yeah. Uh I'm glad you rated it that way. That way we can get rid of Batman versus Superman, which is <laughs> by far I I watched it again. I gave it another chance recently. Again with Chelsea. She's my she's my second chance movie watcher. <laughs> and it was not good still. There and it, and actually I found more problems with it <laughs> the second
3: time around. Did like, you watch the theatrical release or the director's cut? Uh whatever was on HBO. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's uh I did the same thing. I revisited it. I <laughs> There are parts of the film that I try to cling to as being like there is hope here for the DC film franchise, but eh, that it just was poorly executed overall. Uh, which leads me to a question that I wanted, as we're talking about movies, I want to bring up, and that is, uh, can can DC kind of overcome this poor showing they've had in 2016? Batman vs Superman, though it, it made money. Uh, was critically panned, and then Suicide Squad, which was supposed to be their their fun movie, that sort of the Guardians of the Galaxy uh take on on whatever the Gotham universe, whatever. I, uh, it 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 also just did not do as well as expected. Are, do you have hope for Justice League? What about Wonder Woman? Are you are you excited for these films? What 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 is your expectation?
2: I don't. <laughs> i don't i don't i don't i don't have a hope new or otherwise for these for these movies you know you know what d c needs is they need to just come out with a good effing movie and then once they've come out with a good movie, then they can start shaping public opinion quit quit trying to shape our opinion just based off of trailers alone and and hype that it's a comic book movie. You need to give us quality. Don't just don't just poop into a, a snow cone in in like a like a pie and then like hand it to us and be like, hey, it's a
3: snow cone and a pie. Come on. Come on. Eat it. Come come eat the snow cone pie. Come, come on. Everybody likes pie. Everybody likes snow cones. Everybody, everybody likes snow what? cone poop. We just push snow we just put snow cone in a pie. You're gonna love it. <laughs>
2: You live, and you know, maybe like that's a they the problem.
3: <laughs> they're they're trying to put too many things that people love together, and then you end up with this crappy snow cone pie, <laughs> and you're like, God, it just it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Um, yeah, I there's there's a glimmer of hope for Wonder Woman. I I hope that that is the the good movie that we get that sort of writes the course for for DC movies to come. But uh, right now, I'm just not seeing it. Uh, Disney in 2016 wins. That's um, They had, I think, the top, like two of the top three or top four movies on Rotten Tomatoes this year between their Marvel properties, Star Wars, we just talked about Rogue One last week. Uh, Moana is cleaning up in the box office. And early there in 2016, we had Zootopia, which is still currently rated number one on Rotten Tomatoes for 2016. And that's not even talking about Pixar stuff. Yeah. Disney is... You know, Disney in their history has had great success and they've had the really dark periods where uh, the movies just weren't as popular. But I feel like we will look at this period right now in the history of Disney films or Disney properties, and really point to this as a time where they were doing a lot of things right, right,
2: so like 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 Pete's Dragon and Alice through the looking glass
3: <laughs> they can't all be winners, I
2: mean <laughs> okay, we remember right. this we remember this period in Disney as the one. <laughs>
3: Where they had nothing it's, it's wrong. Like, it's like Kobe Bryant. They're a volume shooter, right? <laughs> you got to take a lot of shots to get a lot of points.
2: Okay? <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Oh, but, but they also had Jungle Book. So. They had the
3: Jungle Book, which I did just finally watch this last week and was another outstanding film. So, yeah. I Overall, I felt like 2016 was a pretty good year for, for movies, but not necessarily all blockbuster movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, One movie that wasn't necessarily a blockbuster, but I really enjoyed was Arrival. I saw that uh about a month ago, yeah. and it definitely was a movie that I expected to be one thing, and then when I watched it, it was something very different, but I actually liked the direction that it went in, and I like movies that will take something like like a alien invasion and almost normalize it and not make it just about this alien invasion but how people would really respond in that situation. Yeah, exactly. So.
2: That's exactly right. If I ever wrote a movie about an alien invasion, I always wanted it to be about like how people would react to it. So that excites me to eventually see the uh the arrival or um arrival. Arrival. Uh it was playing on the base theater tonight and I I had to go to a dumb party, so. Nah, dumb party.
3: Dumb parties. Ooh, introverts, right?
2: Yeah. You know, so Chelsea <laughs> and I, we, like, everybody, like, started gathering around to, to go do something else, and we're like, let's leave now.
3: <laughs> it's perfect. Maybe maybe nobody will notice <laughs> if we just leave and, now.
2: And somebody rang the doorbell, and then the, the people came in, and as they were coming in, they're like, oh, hey, you guys. Are-. And then we're like, no, yeah, the door's open. Go, just sneak in. <laughs>
3: you literally found your opening. And left.
2: <laughs> uh. All right. Uh so okay, so that's those are those are the movies for 2016, that's,
3: Travis. That's that's cinema in a nutshell. Uh, uh, uh
2: you know, do we do we want to do want to go straight into a, another form of of moving picture or do we want to talk about the games? You know, let's games? let's talk about the games. The characters, I like this. <laughs> Toons. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. let's talk about the homestar runner homestar runner let's talk about okay. some homestar runner in 2016 uh,
3: yeah <laughs> i think i think they released a new video in 2016 if i'm not mistaken they did they did I, I... <laughs> uh okay yeah let's talk about some video games here uh brandon let's what what were you playing in 2016 oh what, what, were, what were the big games that you were spinning Oh, on your your Sony PlayStation or whatever. Oh, oh
2: man! Uh, well, for the first half of the year, I was so swamped with S4YA. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, so a couple a couple games. Like, so Civilization Six came out the, this this year.
3: The long awaited.
2: The long awaited Civilization Six. It's such a good game. It it uh, when civil when Civ Five came out, it was kind of it was a good game, but it wasn't complete. And then the expansions started coming out, and they added functionality. And it became such a, a, a great game. So Civ Six came out, and a lot of people were like, okay, it's just going to be, you know, it was going to start one way, and then the expansions will actually make it better. It came out as a good game with all that, that stellar functionality from the previous Civ series. Um, and so I, I haven't put as much time into it as I would like, Civ 5 I have like over 400 hours logged into it uh but <laughs> but uh so so I I want to get more into that uh I played a lot of XCOM 2 I I didn't beat it but XCOM 2 is just uh, that's such a badass game too um and then I'm currently trying to make my way through Final Fantasy 15 which I actually I have beaten but as I've I've told you Travis and I'll tell the listeners now I like playing Final Fantasy games. I like getting just really, really overpowered and finding everything that I can just to destroy everything. I don't know why I'm a completionist with the Final Fantasy games, but there's like that that challenge in the the JRPGs. Uh, it just, I just, I just have to. I just have to. That's uh, to. But That's what,
3: to. What about what about you, Travo?
2: What what, what games were you playing?
3: uh well for me i am totally basic and oh, <laughs> uh, oh you are you basic b <laughs> yeah pretty much um i think i think the game that i surprisingly stuck with much longer than anticipated was the uh smartphone app that swept the world uh took took everyone by storm and that was pokemon go castle crashers uh, Castle Crashers. Castle. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, Pokemon Go was a huge breakout success. It was something that uh, gamers and non-gamers alike really took to early on and became a worldwide phenomenon. It, it All of a sudden, all these people were loitering out in public places and trespassing in order to catch Pikachus. Um, but I think the fact that it was a game that you couldn't just sit anywhere and, you know, stick to yourself and just play on your phone, but you actually had to get up and move around and go out. Um, I think it was a unique aspect to the game that I know, I think I probably took my kids out to the playgrounds a little bit more than I might have previously, uh, just so I could hit up those Pokestops and things like that. And yes, I think the game has died down quite a bit, but Niantic is trying to stay relevant. They are pushing out new Pokemon. They are they're making updates to it. I would love to see them add trading or some sort of actual battling that you could do with other players, but yeah. that may still be a ways off. But uh, Pokemon Go, I played for a long time. It was great going out to a bar and having a drink and then wandering around downtown and catching all the jinxes and drowsies I could find. <laughs> um, the other game that I've been playing quite a bit is Overwatch. Overwatch is a... It was a big game in 2016, and I think it's just going to keep getting bigger. Uh, Blizzard at BlizzCon announced their their Overwatch League. They are really pushing the competitive side of, of Overwatch, like the actual... Uh, Like for money competition side of it, and Blizzard. I mean, do Blizzard does Blizzard make bad games? I don't. Not anymore. Yeah. I mean, they
2: start they started off that way with Warcraft and Diablo. (laughs) Fair, fair. Like those first those first two ones are not good games.
3: Yeah. Uh, I I was hesitant to try Overwatch, and I think it was because it seemed just like a, um. Oh, what's the game? League of Legends?
2: Uh, no, like a fir- like a first person League of Legends, uh,
3: with the red and blues and the Halo. No, no gosh. Oh, Team Fortress. Team Fortress. Yeah, it just to- maybe it's because I'm recording this at one thirty in the morning. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just seemed very much like Team Fortress, and I didn't know if I would, if it was a game that I would want to play for a long time, but. It is a game that I continue to go back to and Blizzard is really supporting the game and continuing to make it better, releasing new characters and uh, and tweaking characters to, to make it as competitive as possible. And so I'll probably keep playing Overwatch for a while. If I could just get you to buy the game, then then it, we'd be all set.
2: If, if Final Fantasy hadn't come out at around that same time the sale was going on, I probably would have picked it up. All right.
3: Well then, I'll I'll blame Final Fantasy for you not for not playing.
2: <laughs> uh, yep, yep, exactly right. Uh, we're both also currently in kind of the our
3: uh, Mario Run phase. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm playing a lot of Mario Run. Um, I I don't know how long that'll last, but I especially when it first came out, I was away from my family and had ample free time and. <laughs> Spent a lot of time on Mario Run.
2: Yeah, I'm. I I just want to get as many coins as I can and beat all your scores.
3: Yeah, I just I, I have to keep playing just to maintain my number of toads and keep them higher than you. <laughs> that is my only goal in the game now. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Well. Well.
2: Let's let's move on. We we talked about games. We talked about some really c- cool games out there. Uh. Let's talk about the shows that that made us happy this this year. What show Uh, show made you the happiest, Travis?
3: So I don't think I'm alone in this, but I think the show that surprised me the most and became an overnight hit that really kind of blew up was Stranger Things. Uh, The Netflix original series, there's only, I think, eight episodes in the season yeah but it was it was honestly something that i heard about it was coming out and it wasn't until like a day or two before they released the season that i was even like you know what i'm gonna check this out and then that first weekend i think i got through half of the episodes and was just all in really great show i love the way that they captured the time period of the early 80s and uh just the mystery and everything involved it was it was a pleasant surprise for me in 2016
2: it was a good show i i won't i won't argue that at all i i i mean i will if you ask me to
3: but argue it tell me why i'm wrong
2: i don't i don't i don't think well i don't think it was the best show of 2016 but it was a good show
3: Oh what the! My goodness!
2: <laughs> was that a gong? Were you gonging
3: me? <laughs> You're like that was that was that was a spring on my mic stand. Did you get a but, uh, did you get a soundboard when I wasn't
2: when I wasn't paying attention?
3: Sorry, I'm testing it out for 2017. <laughs> uh,
2: speaking of soundboard, so I was on a podcast uh, last uh, last week, two weeks ago. I don't know if that they, they, they've actually released the episode yet, but it was on a podcast called Broke Bot Mountain. Uh, a a Westworld fan cast, and we talked about the season one of Westworld, which leads me into, oh my god, that that's my sh- that's my show for this this year. I think is Westworld, yeah. And you knew you knew I was excited for this show when it was first announced,
3: right? I even it's it's the reason I think we did an episode on the original film Westworld mm-hmm. for this podcast, which you can go. Back and find on aptedenthusiasm. dot com.
2: That, that's right, and 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 I was I was nervous with it coming out with hearing about reshoots and all that, uh, and it came out and I was I was so happy, I was so stoked that it was such a like a like a a, a trippy show. Um, it's not it's not super complicated, right? Uh, as as we find out, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but the the storytelling, the the method of storytelling is non-traditional so it's not just like a point a to point b it's a point c to point e to point a simultaneously with d and and f right like it's it's all over the place but the story itself very,
3: very much overlapping it definitely folds in on itself at times yeah and they <clears throat> the aperture of the show opens up as you go through the season where you kind of feel like it's about one thing or one set of characters and you have a certain knowledge base about those characters. But as the season progresses, you learn more about them and more about the situations they're in. And it does, it changes your perspective about what you've seen earlier in the show.
2: So much so that, you know, when you get to the end of the season, you want to, you do want to start over again. You want to say, Oh, let me, let me watch this from the beginning to see, how my perspective shapes the show again, um, and yeah, I, you know, I I I brought up the the what Westworld fancast podcast that I was on for a reason, and that's because it it brought me back to a time, and God, I feel like we talk about law, Lost every two weeks at least on the show nowadays. Um, it took took me back to a time when we discussed Lost like as that water cooler type discussion. Like Westworld was, like, oh, what do you think is happening here? What do you think is going on with this character? You, you, you think that they're gonna to try to do this type type thing? And me on this podcast the other uh, the other week, like that's how it was. It was a roundtable discussion, talking about the characters, talking about what we think the direction of the show is ultimately gonna be. And it was, it, it's really uh, takes me back. Takes me back, Travis.
3: I I I remember those days well, Brandon. Yeah. I. I remember them fondly.
2: I miss you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I miss you, I miss, Fred. I miss. I miss the times we had. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I would agree with you absolutely. I, I do think that there is, there's a little bit of, I don't know, a, a barrier to for some people to getting into Westworld. There are there are elements of the show that because it does kind of do some of these twists and turns, it can get confusing for some people. Um, But I would highly encourage you, if you have access to HBO, check out Westworld. It definitely, I, I was hoping it would be good and it exceeded my expectation of what, what they're actually going to do with the show. So, and, and has it, I'm really excited for season two because I feel like they're just going to be able to, continue that uh, momentum that they built in the first season
2: absolutely right absolutely even right
3: though even though i think it'll be two year in review shows from now before we can actually talk about <laughs> it. uh that is also absolutely right Travis. <laughs> all right well well those those are some of the highlights of of 2016 but as as we mentioned at the top of the show the the dumpster fire that was 2016 did involve some some less than awesome things that happened. Yes. And uh and so we're gonna wind down this this last episode of the year with uh with some of that. So yeah. uh <clears throat> first first and foremost, and I think it's something that I, maybe we joked about early on in the year, which, you know, it's not a great thing to joke about, but uh we did have a lot of uh celebrity deaths this year where Early on, people were like, "2016 is going to be the worst." Uh, but then, as as things went continued, more and more celebrities kept dying, and it was like, you know, I think it really is going to be the worst year ever. <laughs> um. So, is was this the last thing you
2: wanted to talk about, Travis? Because I, cause I would, I would like, I would like to to end the show with with a with a list of these names.
3: Um yeah, well I mean honestly I really don't want to talk about politics. Um, oh yeah, I don't want to talk about it. It's politics. some and and realistically I if we're going to talk about politics the one thing I'll say is it, especially here in the United States, I know I know in in the UK they didn't have it any easier with with uh Brexit and all the things that happened out there. But especially in the United States it was a, a particularly contentious election year and uh I'm, dumpster I'm fire. not, it is, is dumpster fire. And <laughs> I, I think, uh, I don't know. I watched, I watched a documentary recently on just sort of how divided our nation is politically. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a ton of hope for that getting better anytime soon. So, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe the events that have taken place will, will change how we, how we feel about politics and how, how we talk to each other. As a country, yeah. um, or it could just get worse and worse. But hopefully, the American experiment uh, experiment continues, and 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 we figure out <laughs> how to do it right. Um,
2: absolutely, Travis. Um, very well said. Uh, I would like to, um, I would like to, I'd like to change the subject. I don't want to harp too much on the uh, political stuff. Uh, so let's talk about dead people. So I want, I want to talk about uh, deaths in 2016. Uh, so, the primary death that we had in 2016, uh, United States as a leader of democracy. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm just going to go through these real quick. Um, Travis, if you, could, if you could just just hum just hum a song.
3: Uh, uh, I, I don't feel that's appropriate. <laughs>
2: yeah. Duh, 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 Pat Harrington. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> David Bowie. Alan Rickman. Dan Haggerty. Glenn Fry, Abe Vigoda, who everybody thought was dead already, George Gaines, Tony Burton, George Kennedy, who was in uh, uh, a great many things, Nancy Reagan, who was married to somebody, Robert Horton, Joe Santos, Joe Gragiola, Ken Howard, Peter Brown, Gary Shandling, James Noble, Patty Duke, Doris Roberts uh, from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, Prince, who has no first name, William Schallert. Morley Safer, Schaefer, Alan Young, Muhammad Ali, Anton Yelchin, Died too Young, Noel Neal, Gary Marshall, Stephen Hill, Gene Wilder, Go Great Gene Wilder, Hugh O'Brien, Arnold Palmer, I love your I love your lemonade and your tea, Robert Vaughn from, from basketball, Lawrence Henderson, Fidel Castro, celebrity, through and through, Ron Glass, Van Williams, John Glenn, the man, John Glenn, recently, Alan Thick, and Bernard Fox, and there you go.
3: Gosh, that's so depressing. So many. That is so many. Uh, you know, as as being a podcast that has for for so long, uh, really focused on media, pop culture, movies, things like things of that nature, uh, a lot of those names they they make me think about films or music or or, or things that have had an influence on uh my life, my childhood, uh have potentially f- had an effect on who I am as a person and uh just I don't know if it was coincidence or what, but there's just so many names on there that really um kind of I I feel a connection to a lot of those those individuals um and so I'm just appreciative of their contributions to arts and culture in our society, and it is sad to hear you say all of those names,
2: yeah, yeah, you know you know, God, just in January with with Bowie Rickman and Glenn Fry and ava goda <laughs> like like this is how we started off twenty sixteen yeah come on 2017 let's everybody live forever just for one year <laughs> just give us that one year it just at least just
3: give us a month <laughs> you know yeah. can can we can we get to february like death just take a know? break
2: just i mean i mean let us kill animals because i i still need to have my, my hamburger and steak but 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 people
3: <laughs> we feel things <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure nobody's gonna have any bad feelings in January of 2017. Oh yeah. Uh, All right. All right. Well, bringing uh, it up. So 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 that's that's the low part in the show, and I refuse to end our year that way. So, uh, Brandon, can you think of anything awesome or exceptional that happened to you personally in 2016 that uh, that you will take forward as sort of the highlight of your year? <laughs> no pressure. No, no, um, no pressure. If I had to, you, pick- didn't, you didn't do anything, you know, exceptional in the last week or so. uh Hit, hit, nudge, nudge. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what you're
2: talking about. I, I do. <laughs> I, so Chelsea and I, we've been married since 2004, and so just last week we had a vow renewal ceremony where on the beach, on the beach of Hawaii, with my parents and my brothers and Chelsea's parents and her brother and sister and it was it was it was beautiful and it may have rained it may have been really really windy <laughs> these things may have happened um and we didn't all kill each other and really that's the highlight of <laughs> of that's that's the highlight uh that, that's yeah Chelsea and I've been together for so long and it's been an amazing ride with ups and downs as every ride has because potholes uh, shocks don't, you know, they
3: don't protect from all potholes. But yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you just suspension is a is a risky thing.
2: Yeah, um, I I, it's a disbelief. <laughs> suspension is a
3: disbelief. <laughs> suspension of disbelief.
2: Uh, but you know it, it was it was great. It was great. And so that I would say that that's one of my highlights. Travis, what about you? Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, obviously leaving Hawaii was a, a low point. Um, I would I would say that. Uh, I've got a couple, I definitely think the last, uh, comic convention that we got to hang out together at, uh, where we got to be a part of some panels and, and really kind of, uh, get in the mix with, uh, some of, some of the guests and things. Um, that was a whole lot of fun and made me really upset that I was going to be leaving Hawaii and, and having the opportunity to do that, uh, beyond that but then i did get to go to disneyland for three days with my family and disneyland on its own is sort of a highlight for me but taking my kids and them really being in an age where they can appreciate it and do some of the things that um that i love to do as a kid was something that uh was huge for me in 2016 yeah that's, that sounds, that's probably it. It sounds nice. Thanks, Travis. Thanks for that. Not, not a, see, it's so much better than talking about everybody that died. <laughs> uh, I, do,
2: I, <laughs> I do want to point out that uh, Michu Mezaros, who was the man in the ALF costume on the ALF TV show, he also died this year. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, to, I just want to throw that out there. Uh, so. But think
3: of all the house cats. That'll be safe. <laughs> so rest, rest in peace, Michu. Um all right folks <laughs> uh <laughs> moving on uh that is our show final show for 2017 I want to express a personal thank you to everyone that has listened or continues to listen to this podcast that puts up with our shenanigans anyone that has left a comment left a review or uh just come up and said hey I listened to an episode I thought it was good or maybe you thought it was bad and you gave us a, a critique um but I I have a great time doing this show, and we will continue to do it for as long as we can stand. So uh, thank you to everyone. If you enjoy the show, please head out to iTunes. Leave the show a five-star review. It will help the show uh, be discovered by other people. You can leave a review out there or on any podcatcher that you so choose. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe so you can get new episodes every week. That's, and that's that's it brandon that's it that's it you, you did we're so good.
2: you did so good travis hey this Thanks. this was 2016 uh on behalf of apathetic enthusiasm FU 2016 <laughs> <laughs> uh we're apathetic to you apathetic apathetic rating you <laughs> gotta work on that <laughs> all right and, and well until until next week and next year uh, i'm brandon and i'm travis and we'll talk to you then bye everybody Bye. Okay.